with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Podcast after the broadcast. It's been a while since we did one of these. Uh, first of all, we want to thank everybody that uh, might have been a part of the Stollery Children's Hospital Radiothon. It happened prior to this podcast and this show. Thank you very much for stepping up. It really is something to, to just see the, the bravery of uh, just the, the kids and their parents to tell their stories. And it, it, it really is incredible. And it makes you appreciate what you got at home, doesn't it, Matt? Sure does. Let's, let's, let's talk about the food. Okay. <laughs> Every day, yeah. they give us pancake breakfast, yeah. sausages and bacon. Yummy. It was wonderful. Maybe that's why we're off today, because no one's just walking in with food. Do you want to tell them the story about your bacon and the bacon monster? The that... one that you kept. I had to hide one of my pieces under a pancake so you wouldn't take it from. And then, what did I? I said, I'll, I'll get you bacon. At... Yeah. Chris is like, he took bacon from both our plates, because we, we were the first in line, Yeah, obviously. exactly. Right. So and then he's like, plate. well, I'll give you some more. And then he went later, and then they were out of bacon, so he literally just ate our he bacon. He brought us sausages, which he didn't want, because he thought that was an okay substitute for bacon, because why would uh, you think that? Yeah, no, sausages are not a replacement for bacon. I don't care who you are. Hot take, I might like sausages better than bacon. You would. You would. It's like, I don't even know you. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. I'm Crystal Darsh. A few clouds today with two above the high, minus three tonight. More sunshine and three above tomorrow. Right now it's minus seven. The two day total for the Kiss and Country Stollery Radiothon $1,469,715. So over 21 years, that's over $25.4 million. Unbelievable. Thanks anyway, to everybody yeah. who gave and volunteered you, you never know right when you start these things and i know the economy is uh, not necessarily uh, you know perfect right now but uh, people were stepping up there were people with five dollar donations there's people with five thousand dollar donations it was a pretty spectacular day the World Health Organization has not declared a world health crisis over coronavirus, but there are now 830 new cases, 26 deaths, and 33 million people in 10 cities under quarantine in China. And the timing is particularly bad because of travel for the Chinese New Year, which is tomorrow. There are no confirmed cases in Canada. Hmm. Author George R.R. R. Martin says he's just about finished the final book in the Game of Thrones series. Remember, the TV series got ahead of the books? Maybe that's why it was so bad. Oh, it was pure trash <laughs> after they got out of the cannon. <laughs> so Martin says, people know an ending, but not the ending. So hopefully it'll be better than the hot mess that we There's no suffered. way it couldn't be any worse. So it was, it was so bad. The All-Star Game is tomorrow. And after the skills competition tonight, we can watch the documentary about McDavid's rehab from his leg injury. The next game is against Calgary on Wednesday. And that's what's trending. Thank you. All right. We're looking for some clean jokes after the staller. We said, please make us laugh. Uh, basically, what is a, a, we got a, a text from somebody say currently doing snow removal. They need to uh, stay awake. So they said, what do you call a snowman when it has a, ta- a temper tantrum? The answer was a meltdown. <laughs> and the classic, there are two muffins baking in the oven. One turns one muffin turns to the other and says, is it just me or is it hot in here? And the other one says, ah, a talking muffin. That's, I don't know why that joke is just... You, you've never heard that before? No. Oh, really? She really liked it. <laughs> it's a gooder. Uh, the two ready for a question question. Your chance to win tickets to see Gord Bam Bamford coming up in moments. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. That means it's the two early for a question question. Looking for an answer this morning. Good morning. Hey, who's this? Maggie. All right, Maggie. Number one thing you don't want to happen at a party is... Uh, you don't want to see your ex. Oh, man. You are so close. Oh. 
Party ruiner. Yeah. In fact, you're you're so close that we're going to give you another guess on that. So you got to be a little broader than that. What would you think? Just see somebody you don't like. That's it. That was the answer. Well, I can't go to any parties because I dislike a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching Curb Your Enthusiasm last night, and one of the bits on there was basically, if you, if there's somebody at a party you don't want to talk to, at the very end, when you're leaving, you give them the big goodbye. And you go, hey, sorry, I didn't get a chance to see you all, all night, but I'm uh, I'm leaving now. Anyway, bye. So that's that's how you handle that. Smooth. Smooth, the big goodbye. So, Matt, if that ever happens to you at a party, you know why. <laughs> I've been big goodbyed so many times. Like every day at nine o'clock by me. <laughs> she just talked to me all show. Just, oh, sorry we didn't talk. Bye. Gord Bamford, uh, Jess Moskaluk, Jojo Mason, and many more coming to the Redneck Music Fest uh, at the Tri Leisure Center in Spruce Grove on March 19th. And you're going to be there. Awesome. Yay. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We were, of course, doing the Stollery Children's Hospital, and uh, Crystal was there, um, uh, just taking it all in for the first time, and it was really quite the uh, quite the event to just uh, be a part of, huh? Yeah, it was overwhelming and emotional, and and heartwarming and yeah. tiring and ex- exhilarating. A little gassy, as we found out. Yeah, <laughs> I missed that. Oh no, no, no! I was talking about something. Okay. Anyway, at the end of the day, uh, we only go there for two days. There's families that go day after day after day. I was listening on the way back to the Radiothon yesterday, and Greg Reynolds was talking about to somebody who said they had like 400 days in a row or something. They were at the Stollery. Just, it's just crazy. But thank goodness it's there. And close to $1.5 million was raised. Okay, so Crystal, um, this you are all, you're always worried about your husband's health. So you're dealing with all that stuff, and you're like, he's, you know, he's one of these guys that when he sleeps, he's not breathing. So you said, hey, you got to do something about this. And, and, and long story short, they got him to the, the, the sleep clinic, and he got a sleep apnea machine, and that was perfect. So you got that all happening and then karma is a you know what because all of a sudden well he ratted me out to our dentist yeah. and the dentist referred me so i'm like fine so i go for the well, next thing you know i need a machine yeah yeah and you got so, the machine i yeah. got the machine i've and had then, it for three days now and it sucks and I'm so not, your first sleep was the sleep prior to the first day of the radiothon yes with the machine and i did think is this a good idea? Oh, and Crystal came in very hot. Yes. About her sleep after. She, okay. She, she sat down, started working on the news, and she's like, oh, I had a bad sleep. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. So you put this thing on your face. So For those a, who don't a, understand it's, it's just a little, it goes around your head. It's really, I mean, other than messing up my hair, it's not very obtrusive. And it goes under your nose like this. And these little things are called pillows. They go in your nose. Okay. So the first night I had the medium-sized pillows in my nose. <laughs> yes. And when you turn it on, it, it's a positive air pressure. So it keeps your, th- your throat open while you're sleeping and you breathe out against it. And after, so I'm sitting up in bed reading my book with this thing on my face, getting used to it before I lay down to sleep. And I'm like, this isn't that bad. And, you know, Rick is raving about how great it is that he's... His is on. He, you can barely hear him. Oh, well, so yeah. No, but he has great sleeps. He doesn't have headaches anymore. It's all right, whatever. Right, right, right. So, uh... Anyway, and it's weird because if you open your mouth and open your throat, it goes, and this air comes out your throat. It's like uh, some kind of magic trick. It's, I can't, I'll have to bring it in and show you. It's crazy. It's scary and crazy. Anyway, anyway, didn't have a great sleep. Uh, didn't have a great sleep. And then the next night, uh, not last night, but the night before, yeah. I, I was like, oh, rolling around and get, I had to get up and go to the bathroom a ton. And so how then, does that work? Do you got to take it off when you go to the bathroom or can you, you take it with you? You unhook it from the top okay. and turn it off the machine so you don't wake up your husband and All then right. you leave this thing on your face. So you unplug go, from it, basically. I unhook the hose from the top of your head where it plugs in like... 
like the Matrix. <laughs> and uh, we found out earlier in the week, Chris, you weren't here, but Crystal sleeps in the nude. So legit, she's like a we didn't Neo find that in out. the that pod. Just... <laughs> she's like, pops it off. Just like... Run to the bathroom. She looks come like back. A, she looks like a Teletubby. Okay, I so, got it. All right, kinda, all right. So, so not last night, but whatever <laughs> night. I at midnight, I'm like, that's it. It's coming off. So I, and I had to get up three hours later. So I, you know, thought in my head, I'm sorry, honey, but if I snore, that's too bad. So the next morning, I said I took it off at midnight. He's like, I know. So last night I made it to 2 a.m. Okay. And then I'm like, I need an hour of sleep. So it's getting better, but I'm going to call them and see if I can get a different one that goes around my nose instead of up my nose. You don't want the pillows. <laughs> no. get, rid of the, get rid of the pillows. Fine-tuning. My- but obviously it's going to be good once you get it going. I don't know. Here's my thing, and I don't doubt these things. I know they're very important, and it's not healthy to not be able to, you know, to stop breathing, obviously. But has anybody ever gone and got one of these sleep tests done and they told them they didn't need a machine. Like, I wonder if, if I'm not saying it's a scam, because it's not. Oh, no, no. I get a printout with my REM, and okay. if I'm on my back. 780 or Texas 103939. Have you ever gone for a sleep study and not needed a machine? <laughs> yeah, everybody walks in there and leaves with a machine. I'm just wondering, if, is there people that have not? Let's see. We'd love to hear from you this morning if that's the case. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Crystal is uh, on the sleep apnea machine, and uh, she's slowly but surely kind of trying to adjust and get used to it. So the question I asked was, uh, does anybody ever go for one of these sleep tests and not need a machine? I, and I just asked the question in Kiss and Country. You're, Lots of people. You're answering the and question. A lot of people are being referred by their dentists. Yes. In fact, a dental assistant texted, we screen every patient for sleep apnea. See, it didn't happen until my husband ratted me out to the dentist. Uh, and they refer them if they have a few symptoms. So I guess they're asking them in the chair, hey, do you snore or whatever? Does the dentist get 20 bucks for every machine they sell? Well, no, they can do a dental device, which I chose not to get. Okay. So 80% come back with mild to no sleep apnea. A lot of people telling us no. Um, and a lot of people have a machine and say it took, well, here, uh, Steve says it took him about a month to get used to it. I can't let it last that long. Yes, you can. He, he loves it though, though. And Dwight uses a full face mask. Hmm. You can't roll over with those. You learn, over, to, you learn to I'm love it, though. I'm all over the place with them on this flipping around. and Maybe there's a special pillow for your face mask. <sighs> and then you were saying, Crystal, that you tried to put your like uh, eye guard. What do they call that? The night mask. Well, I also have a bite guard that I have to wear, too, right? Like My, <laughs> my face is just full of this electronics. This is like the world's greatest birth control. <laughs> <laughs> like, Legit. It like, is, by the time you get locked and loaded, it don't matter that you're naked. You got to put your <laughs> mouth guard in its holder, <laughs> unattach your hose. We need to put all our stuff on and take like a holster. selfie or something. Is it Steve that said he's got a four foot hose in his machine? You should get a hose that's like as long as the one on your vacuum, your your your, your built in vacuum that you can just walk around the whole house with your hose. The on. central vac. Yeah. You just see her sleep on the couch. You just plug her in the old central vac. <laughs> all right, uh, we're asking: uh, Have you gone without uh, needing? the machine carry my husband didn't went for the test and doesn't have to have a machine okay good Did we were you with and him or is that just what he's saying <laughs> no i was with him okay does and he keep you awake all night and you think he needs one? Oh god yes <laughs> okay okay and my daughter also didn't need a machine all right yeah but i have to be on one but you're on the machine yeah okay does sometimes does he like you know sometimes does he share your machine if you know what i Never. mean Oh. Once in a while, you connect the hoses? Just around his neck. <laughs> <laughs>
You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, we're talking about crystals. Uh, it started with the, some snoring and some stopping breathing stuff, and now the sleep apnea machine has fallen into her life. And uh, it, it, she's not the only one. By the by, the text messages we're getting and phone calls we're getting, a lot of people can relate to getting the CPAP machine, and it's making a huge difference for a lot of people. Crystal's just kind of being stubborn right now. It's been three nights. Yeah. That's not enough time. I'm working on four hours of sleep. Yeah. Welcome to our world. <laughs> I think you need to give it at least two strong weeks effort. I will. I'm going to try and change out the mask to get the different shape, right. which they suggested might be an option, as my husband has, and work on that. And then they did say it was going to get worse before it gets better. So, Well, I'm, this sounds like it's pretty bad right now. So hopefully you're going to turn the husband. corner. <laughs> All right. Kim, you've got a comment about the whole thing. I have one of the triangle nose pieces that covers your whole nose. Uh-huh. An amazing sleep. Yeah. That's my next step. I think I'm going to switch up. My husband has one, and he says that to get rid of this up-your-nose thing. Yeah, gonna... it is amazing. Yeah. Swapping mask with your hubby? Yeah. Not, yeah, <laughs> no, not, no, no. <laughs> n- not to get too personal, but has it changed that kind of stuff in the bedroom now that you, like, have to basically uh, suit up? No. To, to no. tap you on the shoulder, and you're hissing like Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just get an elbow. That's that's foreplay, <laughs> honey. Yeah, adjust the foreplay. mask. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. So I was away and uh, had a, a wonderful vacay, except for a bike ride from hell. And uh, Matt's like, "Hmm, bike ride from hell." Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Well, here. Hang on a second. That didn't start. It was supposed to. There was supposed to be some Mexican music there, and it just didn't start for some reason. So we'll maybe try this cart instead. That won't work, will it? Because we need some music to go along with this, don't we? Sure. I can get it to work. There we go. That might work. That might work. Let's see. There we go. Yeah, this is getting off to a good start. There it is. Thank you. Here's the deal. My wife is a lot of things, but one thing she's not is an adventure seeker. I mean, that's a mild understatement. She, she likes her her things. Yeah, she's she not step out of the comfort zone. Right. Very much. So uh, we go to to Mexico, and we've got some friends, uh, the Kellys, that are staying at a place that's just down the road from where we're staying. And I said, "Hey, Care, you know what we should do? Just for fun, we should the, the hotel we're at offers free bikes. We should get on these bikes and go for a ride and see the Kellys. You know, we could take a cab, but it would be, you know." 20 bucks. Why don't we save the money with the free bikes and go for the ride with the bikes? Sure. I love biking. It makes sense. So these bikes are bikes from like the 1970s at the earliest. I mean, these bikes are, they're old, but that doesn't really have a banana lot to do boat with the story. They're banana, banana, banana handlebars, but they got a regular seat on them. Exactly. Okay. So he gives me the address of where they're staying. It's six kilometers away, which isn't too bad at all. He says it should be a nice drive. There's nice bike paths and things like that. Okay, perfect put into Google Maps now with this new technology, put in the address of their place, and off we go on our bikes. So we get cruising, and all of a sudden, it makes us go left off the bike pass. And I'm like, ooh, that's kind of weird. But anyway, probably it'll get us back on them. And so we, we're going along, and all of a sudden, I notice i got a flat tire, so i got to top it up at one of the uh, Mexican gas stations along the way. They, they actually have free air there. They don't charge you a buck in, oh. Mex- in Mexico, which is kind of nice. I'm moving to Mexico. Yeah, so we're a couple kilometers in, and <laughs> Karen says to me, Chris, do you realize if I fall off this bike, 
bike, I'm dead. I said, yeah, I know that, honey. Do you want to go back? How high is the bike? <laughs> it's not. It's, it's just the other traffic, I'm assuming. <laughs> there, yeah, there's there's a lot of traffic going on. So the further we get, we get on the, like, the major freeway in, uh, in Puerto Vallarta. I didn't know there was a major freeway. <laughs> Are you hugging the shoulder? This freeway makes the Anthony Hende, even when it's backed up like it is this morning, look like, uh, like, like a play school. I mean, this thing was crazy, and these people don't exactly respect the bikes on the roads. In fact, there's nobody else on the pedal bikes on the road, so we're going on the freeway, and I'm like, that's weird. Why wouldn't Dave have told me that? Then it makes us go right, and we get into the area where he's going to be. We get six kilometers in, and I'm like, holy cow, Dave really saved money on this place, (laughs) because I am telling you, we are in, you know... Sketchville. It is such Sketchville. There's a guy walking down the back alley in the, it's, it's not even a, a paved road with a machete in his hand. And I'm hoping it's used to trim the palm trees, but I'm not sure. So, were there any trees around? Not, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> then we get chased by dogs. Then we get chased by all sorts of things. The bottom line was the GPS took us the wrong direction. My poor wife ended up, we ended up pushing our bikes home because we were on the freeway and it was so unsafe. We just kind of kept them on the freeway and we we're going in the ditch. Uh, on the way there? On the way back. 16. You took the freeway again on the way back? There was only, that was the only way to get back. You can call a cab and stuff the bikes in the I back? I tried. I tried. I offered a cab, and he says, no, senor, sorry, we can't take your bikes. Did your buddy send you at least with a you know drink for the road when you got home or something? <laughs> we never ever did see him. We never even got to his house because <laughs> it was the wrong location. There were two exact same addresses, and we, of course, took the wrong one. Oh. We got back. We took 16 kilometers. Top five worst things that's ever experienced, we've ever experienced in our lives. And what did you buy her to make up for what you did to her. Nothing yet, but I'm telling you, I thought resort. for sure she was going to divorce me because she never wanted to go in the first place. So anyway, at the end of the day, we made it back. She fell pushing her bike. She took big chunks out of her knees so she couldn't go in the swimming pool for the rest of the trip. <gasps> it was brutal. Yoichi brutal. So the question is, has GPS ever led you the wrong direction and has it caused you any trouble? There's always got to watch in Edmonton, the yeah. Northwest, and now we have Southwest when you type in an address. Yeah. The worst thing that's happened to me is my pizza went to a different address and I had to wait another hour. Don't tell my wife your worst the story. Worst. Yeah, trust me. Her story was a little better than that. 780-421-1039 or text us at 103939. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about when GPS has led you the wrong way, Kathy. Um, a year ago in November, I was delivering a fifth wheel out to Penticton to my son. I put it in GPS, and I had my mom with me, and it took us on this road up through Kelowna <laughs> that we found out was a trunk road, and you're not allowed to be on there in the winter unless you've got a two-way radio. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Because you're going to meet other trucks and things, right? There was nobody. There was a snow plow in front of us. And he turned around, but my fifth wheel was too long. I couldn't turn around anywhere. So we were on this goat path. And I said to my mom, she's hanging on to the rail or the (laughs) handle by the door. And I said, we were stopped. And I said, only goats go on this. And we ran around the corner and there was mountain goats. (laughs) (laughs) Turn around. There was about eight of them. And I had my window rolled down. And one came over and tried to get in the, in the truck. <laughs> His head was in the truck, and I couldn't go until we got him out. Then chained up their hooves. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
Well, our fate in Mexico on our vacation was, uh, well, it was it's challenging based on uh, putting uh, the same address in. Apparently in Mexico, there's like exact same addresses in places. We didn't know this. And uh, what was going to be a, 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 you know, just a very, very quiet, beautiful six kilometer bike ride down a trail turned out to be the bike ride from hell, 16 kilometers down the major freeway in Cancun, or sorry, in, in Puerto Vallarta. By the way, Puerto Vallarta is a lot bigger than I thought. See, instead of learning how to say beer, please, you should have learned the difference between avenue and street. That's yeah, probably what yeah, happened. Yeah, we were in areas where no tourists have ever been, especially not on bicycles. Can like, you imagine what people driving by were thinking? Oh, like, they were you like, two oh idiots. my gosh. Look they, what that man's making his wife do. Oh, it's so true. Look well, at her injured knees. At one point, a guy went by and he pointed at me and I thought, oh my gosh, I thought he was pointing like, get off the road, but he was actually pointing because my wife had get fallen on her knees pushing her bike. It was just brutal. <laughs> it was brutal. Brutal, brutal. But anyway, so we're asking if GPS has ever led you astray. Yes, uh, uh, who is this? Debbie. Google didn't send me the wrong place, but Google had my address pinpointed wrong, and oh. it took me two years to get it fixed. Okay. I, I live in Silverberry, and they had me pinpointed in a field over by Ikea in South Common. <laughs> so this would be a problem when everybody, everybody was trying to find your place. Find my place for if I or if I ordered any takeout or I had any delivery, oh, okay. I always had to track them down because they couldn't find it. Okay. I had a couple. I had a couple of places threaten to charge my credit card because they thought I'd put in a prank order. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You, you sent them to IKEA by the field. The field by IKEA. Well, yep. well, as long as you can find your way home without using it. <laughs> well, think about exactly. never getting takeout, right? Like, that's not worth living in that place. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got it fixed after a couple of years. Yeah, but if you live in the field by Ikea, you could just walk over and get some meatballs. True. <laughs> there you go. Get some loot fist. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, here's the deal. We've got the wheel. If you're just tuning in for the very first time, we've got three topics on it. We've got snow because it snowed a foot this week in my area anyway. We've got the Grammys because they're on on Sunday. And we've got the NHL All-Star Game is uh, three of the topics. We're going to spin the wheel, and each one of us are going to get a topic, and then we're going to freestyle rap to it. And I think Matt should go first. Just no, because... Hold on. You've been gone. You're going first, buddy. All right. And my topic is the... Grammys! Ah, okay. You're, you know music. Well, I, I do know about the show, because I'm going to watch it. All right, let me get a beat. Ooh, you got the good one. Is, you this got a one, good the good one? one. is this a good one? Yeah, it's slower. You can hear the... Ta, ta, ta. Remember to hit your rhymes. What do you mean? Well, because you always like kind of fade off your rhymes. Are you trying okay. to win or not? Don't Emphasize your rhymes. Okay. All right. Grammys are coming Sunday. They'll be on TV. The best in music for all of us to see. Let's see. Dan and Shay, Eric Church, Ashley McBride, and even Tanya Tucker. And the Jonas Brothers are nominated for a song about a sucker. It's going to be a good show. You just wait and see. Again, it's a Sunday night. The Grammys on your TV. I don't know. A bit more of a promo than a rap, but not bad. Coming to Global Edmonton. I don't know. That was okay. Well, Crystal has no words for it. She's, what are you? She's, She's just nervous. That's what I'm Crystal nervous. is. I don't mind it. I don't what mind are you it. new? It, it was very promo-y, but you did better with the rhymes. Right. I like the sucker Jonas Brother rhymes because it could have went real sour. Exactly. And Tanya Tucker is up for a Grammy. So there you go. Okay, I'll go next. Crystal, you get to decide. You want to go next? I want to go, go next and get this over with. Okay. 
Once again, you got to keep in mind who you think did the best and who did the worst. Okay, you got snow. Are you ready? All right. Whenever you're ready. Lipstick girl, go. (laughs) (laughs) She opened her mouth and closed it. That's enough snow for now. That was pretty deep. Holy cow. Yes. I don't like to plow. (laughs) Oh, no. Don't have a cow. Oh, no. I don't know. I would call... No, that doesn't rhyme. I don't know. I'm out. (laughs) Oh, she buckled. It was started so promising. So promising. I'm out. (laughs) Once again, you can view this on our Instagram stories. You can see how it looks. Maybe I'll just put up the worst one and we'll see. Why spin the wheel? Because I know what I'm going to get. Yeah, you're all-star gay guy. You're lucky. All right. Oh, this is... This is... That's okay. All right. Yeah. Accuracy shooting with Kuznetsov. I hope McDavid <laughs> takes his shirt off. He's the best. I worry about his knee. But don't you think he has to plea? Guilty for being the best in the league. Go drive a sidle too. He's neat. <laughs> I ran out of t- t- effort and time. Yeah, you're starting promising. I don't know. I hmm, interesting. Chris's promo or my wrath? <laughs> Crystal, once again, I think you might be on the lurch. One of these weeks, you will win. All right, who is best? Who is worst? Please text us now. One zero three nine three. Why bother? One zero three nine three nine. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, you need to calm down. We're trying hard, but it's hard when Aaron Goodwin's in the room. <laughs> sucking back his coffee. Hey. I sure am. Here's the deal. Aaron has got a Stollery story he's going to share with us coming up. Um, do you have any Taylor Swift stories? Uh, yeah, Bes- I do. Have you guys ever co-written together? <laughs> <laughs> no. I right. wish. What's you your really ta- want what's, that What's your quick Taylor Swift story? Uh, my quick Taylor Swift story, uh, it's not, well, my wife's a huge fan, so yeah. the first weekend that I had off uh, last summer or summer, last summer, yeah, um, I just said, we'll just go wherever she is. I might have been the summer before that. Yeah. Uh, whenever yeah. the reputation tour was. Okay. And so that happened to be New Orleans. Nice. So we flew down to New Orleans, and we, we got there, and my manager is friends with one of one of Taylor's people. I don't know yeah. which yeah. person. Um, and she said, we bought these tickets, and we were on the floor or whatever. And um, then um, – She's like, oh, I didn't know that Aaron was going to be in town. Yeah, I'll get him and his wife tickets. So we're like, okay, whatever. We ended up in a very, very special, um, <laughs> a very, very special. What's her name? What's her cat's name again? Uh, Olivia. Meredith. Olivia. Meredith and Olivia, the two. Okay. Oh, now there's a little boy cat too. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm glad. Crystal you know these with the things. cat pole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Olivia's, Olivia's. I can't remember what it was called. Olivia's something. But we were literally on the floor, and they put us on the floor, and we got like our own booth. And wow. We had a, and we had like a cooler full of diet cokes. Wow. It was the best way to watch a Taylor. Chris and did you concert. watch with the cat or what? No. Why did you bring up the cat? Olivia, because that's what it was called. Oh, the, the okay. We're, like, okay. Literally, we're walking around this thing, and we're like, yeah. Olivia. Uh, we're like, we're going to Olivia. Uh, yeah. the Olivia Club or something, and they're like, everybody's looking at us like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's my Taylor Swift story. All right, that's a good one. More with Aaron Goodman. He's got his guitar. He's going to play for us coming up, we promise. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Uh, Jack's, of course, away. Crystal is here doing a great job, and uh, Aaron Goodwin's in the room. I love the text we got. Hey, background music is drowning out Aaron. Turn it down, dummies. Um, that was a text we got. Very kind. I, but you know what? I, I get it. You know, I get I'm going to go to their work and just call them a dummy all day. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, no one's going to text us now. Yeah. Thanks. Oh. Hey, here's the thing. Aaron Goodwin's in the studio. He's going to be at the Alberta Country Music Awards. You're up for a couple of awards, which is exciting. And uh, more importantly, we were talking about dogs. I know that shocks the other people in this room, but uh, we got to get him on the celebrity podcast. And you literally grabbed your iPhone and you started feeding your dog. Where is your dog right now? At home. Where? In Fairview, Tennessee. A- and you literally were showing me how you were feeding your dog treats on your phone. It's yeah. called a what? It's called a Furbo. Yeah. It's amazing. It's it's so, it's just peace of mind for the dog owner. Yeah. Because like when my wife and I, um, we work in Nashville, obviously. So um, we're about 45 minutes from home. Yeah. So like sometimes like, you know, we just wonder what's going on. And it yeah. basically it has like in the Furbo, it has a thing called dog nanny. Yeah. So it, it'll let you know when, the, when my dogs are barking, when they're moving, if there's somebody in the house, it'll let wow. me know all of these things so that I don't have to worry about my dog. Wow. Z- Dogs. And, and, okay, you did it. And instantly the dog got up and came towards the camera. Because dog knows of, that noise. And, yeah, they and, know that noise. And then all of a sudden it gives them little treats. Mm-hmm. And then you can talk weird. to them as well. So you just hit the microphone on, on the on the uh, app. And so, like, I can talk to them, like, oh from here gosh. and be like, Telly, stop barking. Or get off the couch. Yeah, or do something with your dog life. Yeah. Or come knock over this camera because, you know, the treats come out of it. You mm-hmm. don't think that's going to? Well, she gets in there and, like, licks where the treats come out. It's really great. Yeah. Yeah. And it actually Tongue lets shot. you know, like, when, when they want another treat because, like, if they go and sit in front of the Furbo, yeah. it's like, I'll get, a, I'll get a thing. It's like, hey, your dog misses you. She might want a treat. Yeah, it doesn't Aww. miss you. misses the treat. It misses the treat. Who you're trying to get. <laughs> My dog would never leave from there. That is, that's crazy. That's, mm-hmm. per, that's amazing. All right. Well, Aaron's, pretty great. Aaron's with us. We got his guitar. We're going to get him to sing, and uh, we promise that. But in the meantime, you got something exciting going on with Lonely Drum. What's that? Yeah, it was already a, a giant hit here in Canada. It's just a big old hit. Um, yeah. But you know what? It's it's the next single in the U.S. and we have a. Um, um, so we're really excited about that, and we've had a lot of. Uh, um, it's had a lot of like line dance success throughout the U.S. I went on a radio tour um, earlier last year, and I'd go in and I'd be playing bars and churches, and they would be like, and then I would start playing Lonely Drum, and they're all like looking at each other, like I know this song because right. it plays in nightclubs and right. it plays in um, like any any line dance kind of place that teaches line dance is like it's a very popular line dance so Perfect. it's really really cool but we're also doing this cool little um a, a tiktok campaign so we're putting out a song we're now putting you're out talking a, my language. a lone a lonely drum <laughs> a lonely drum uh remix basically so okay. that comes out on january 31st to so look out for that so uh, so kind of how will it go i'm beating on my lone how will it go it's it's pretty much the same yeah. except you know it just sounds more pop okay that's how i would explain you got it. a little marshmallow in it exactly is that it all yeah. right well let's hear the original Shall we? Let's do it. And then in the next few moments, Aaron's going to sing the song that is taking off for him. Have you never seen success like this, right? Never in his career. It's incredible. And he's got his guitar, and he's going to play it for us. Coming up. The Furbo is fantastic, says somebody. It's great for dogs with separation anxiety. So there you go. See, things I'm learning. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
Jeannie says, I love this song and I drive a Fiat. So there you go. Uh, hi, Aaron. And a lot of people are saying things like, Aaron, my wife and I started following you when we saw you on tour with Johnny Reed back in the day. We're super loyal fans. Do you plan to introduce young artists like uh, he did for you when you're on tour? Do you do that kind of stuff? I love to do that kind of stuff. I haven't really had the opportunity to go on my own tour yet, but, you know, we're um, obviously talking about that. But, um, you know, it's a big jump to go from, you know, opening act to... Um, you know, mm. selling out, yeah, selling well, out. Here's the deal. Yeah, here's the deal. Um, uh, I just found out when you came in. You said, "Hey, I listened to you guys at the Stollery all uh, yesterday," uh, <laughs> and I went, "Oh, that was pretty awesome." It, I and I thought about reaching out to you and seeing you know if you had any connection or you wanted to maybe come and do some stuff at the Stollery with us. And you said you showed me a picture of you back in 1991 when you <laughs> you spent how long at the Stollery? So uh, that specific trip, I don't know if it was any more than a week or so, but um, but I was back and forth from Spirit River, Alberta. Um, the first time I was flown in, um, because I, I had a, what was called mastoiditis, um, and an infection on my mastoid bone and, um, it Which just, is a bone in your ear? Yes. Right. Yeah. And I was, I found out that I was born without half my hammer and stirrup. And that was also when I found out that I was actually, um, deaf in my left ear. I didn't know that. Right. So, um, we learned a lot. Um, but, uh, throughout the years, um, there was times I stayed at the Stoller for up to two months. Um, it was a big part of my life and I, um... I had, um, uh, I still remember a few, few of the kids that I spent time with there. There was a young kid named Miles we shared a room with. There was a, another girl named Dana who had um, some form of cancer. I can't remember which one, but yeah, it's just crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we've Chris got, is well, just, I, know, you I know can what, see it in his I, head. He's like, why? why what did I do you know what, though? I, you know what, though? You know what you guys accomplished, um, yeah. you know, without my help is obviously amazing. But um, it's like, it's one of those things where I didn't really clue in either. Yeah. I have this really weird thing where I still feel like I'm, I'm brand new in the business. Like yeah. I'm still trying to break in. Like, right. I don't know if it's just because I did that for so long that I've never, never. got out of that. But right. if I was a smart person, I'd have been like, hey, I'm in town. I should yeah. come over. And but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Well, Chris yeah. was out of town. I got. The, I feel I'm to blame. I got the email. I was like, "Did you want to come on Friday after the radio thought? I'm like, "Sure." I should have said. I should have been like, "Well, is he free Thursday or Wednesday?" So blame Matt. All right, we'll blame Matt again. Sure. Okay, tell us about the song you're about to play for us. That's just you, you, you're not a new guy anymore. You've had all of these hits, but you're real excited about this one, aren't you? Yeah. It's this is uh, this is a song that. Um, that I just kind of knew, like, right off the bat um, when I wrote it. I had this title on my phone, and that's usually where I keep all my titles. And um, I've been hearing all these songs about, like, people putting out songs called, uh, you know, Living in the Good Old Days. And I, I think I even have a song called Good Old Days that's kind of um, based in that. But um, I, I I made this joke um, at one point, and I was like, well, it's more like my good old bad days because – you know, I spent a lot of time when I first moved to Nashville, I, you know, I drank in all the bars and I spent a lot of time, um, doing that and, um, kind of more so wasting a lot of my time just because, you know, the battle of the music industry and you're always just trying to get one, one good thing to happen. And it just seems to never happen. And, um, so, you know, um, you know, perspective is everything. And, you know, after we started having some success in Canada and, um, and I signed a record deal in the U S and I, so I had this, I had this idea of like, I want to write a song called good old bad days. And I wrote it with Matt Nolan and Skip Black, Skip Black. I wrote lonely drum with, so I wrote a lot of songs, um, with him and, um, it just, it just kind of rolled out and, and, uh, we're just so excited about it. We just think it rocks. So. All right. Second biggest song on the planet right now, as far as debuts, right? Like, yeah. 
literally, the, literally, it, yeah, unbelievable. I like, um, I've never, you know, once again, like I, I when that when those types of things happen, I almost don't know what to do because or say because I I'm just I just come from the underdog kind of perspective i feel like i've always been the underdog like i never get first place in competitions i was i always got like second and they were like uh oh we'll just bring you in because if you don't you know you're just going to annoy us until you do so you know so i'm like okay cool you know so that's how i've been able to like get any success i feel like i've had to scrape and claw and uh but anyway this is so when that came out this week that we were you know the number one most added song in in uh in country in country radio and then the second most added song behind the jonas brothers yeah that's that's crazy not a big deal yeah yeah yeah, that's fantastic well let's hear it Uh, you got it let's it's the good old bad days good old bad days aaron goodman everybody back in my good old bad days me and the devil were tight he brought out my wilder ways, living that up all night. I used to throw the word love around, like I was throwing back shots. When it came to not giving a damn, damn, I gave it all I got. But I didn't know it back then, what I know right now. Life alone's a dead end with no exit out. Because of you, I got a new way of living it up. Because of you, I'm done running afraid. Because of you, girl, I don't have to stay. Back in my good old bad days. Fast as I burn up a tank of gas, I burn down another heart. To leave her crying and never come back really wasn't all that hard, no. I didn't know it back then, what I know right now. Life alone's a dead end with no exit out. Because of you, I got a new way of living it up. Because of you, I'm done running afraid. Because of you, girl, I don't have to stay. Back in my good old you you know i ain't missing those don't want to ever go back to my good old bad days back to my good old bad days i didn't know it back then what i know right now life alone's a dead end with no exit out because of you i got a new way of living it up because of you i'm done running afraid because of you Back in my good old bad days, back to my good old bad days, back in my good old bad days, back to my good old bad days, back in my good old bad days, back to my good old bad days, back to my good old bad days. Wow. 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 That, uh. 
that that's <laughs> quite the song. Seriously, like Thank I mean, you so much. we're getting so many texts. Aaron Goodwin, everybody, uh, so many texts. Something about hearing a voice like that live and unplugged. Uh, they love this guy. He sounds awesome. I love this song. Uh, just the texts are rolling in, and uh, there's no wonder why that song is uh, is a uh, well. It's going to be a monster, and uh, not just in Canada, but you're hoping for the United States stuff. Too, yeah, right? we're you know we're pushing hard. It's it's kind of a different you know it's it's a really interesting uh, thing to kind of go through as an artist. Um, you know, like when I come to Canada, like um, the Plainlands and like Edmonton, and I don't know what happens. It's like this 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 switch flips, and all of a sudden everybody knows who I am, yeah. and it's really strange. And then I go to the states, and it's it's almost like starting over, you know. And right. it's so it's like you're you're constantly going back and forth on, yeah. on it's like you know who who am I? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it it uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of a different thing. But uh, I tell you what, this song, that song, and and lonely drum down in the states too. Like you said, it's already picked up by uh, by the the dance clubs and stuff like that. So uh, you know, the rest yeah, it's of just one of those things. You know, where where I feel like it just take it ta- it always takes longer than I want it to, or yeah. than I expect it to, and yeah. um, and that has good and and you know bad things about it, but um, but you know we're gonna do it regardless. You know, like I I believe I was put on this earth to do this, so I'm, yeah. I'm just out there doing it. Without a, a left a left hearing. Without a left ear. Yeah, you, you got to hear. You got. I ear, mean, I have an ear. Yeah. it's not like it's. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's I can't not confirm. Like... That he has a left ear. <laughs> Matt's on his left side, so it works out. Aaron Aaron Goodwin. A couple more minutes with him coming. You had something? Someone just texted that they've added that song to their country playlist, and Jessica texted that her first date was in February last year when you played Cook County, and now they're getting married this summer. Oh my God, that's adorable. And she used to listen I to you when that. you played at Slicks in Wetaskiwin. Oh. Oh my lord, that is so. See, that's just so crazy because yeah. it's so cool to hear from people that like saw me way back then. Like yeah. when when I was up there playing and was thinking, like, does anybody even care yeah. that I'm here? And you know, so that just confirms that um, that's amazing. Thank well, you for sharing that. They care. We care. I remember when you were a little kid too. That'd be a great mm. wedding song. Good old bad day. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? (laughs) Well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.